Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about software tools. We often see sponsors and business owners buy a software package or subscribe to a software service and then fail to properly integrate it. The software is sold on the basis of offering a solution to a problem, but there's a fallacy in this way of thinking. Software can only implement a business process. Sometimes the software assumes a business process that doesn't match the business process in use in the business, and when that happens, the software integration will fail and it'll ultimately go unused. The purchase of software might create the false illusion that the problem's been solved. You can sometimes adapt your internal business processes to match the process that's assumed in the software, and if that meets your need, everything will work out fine. But as is often the case, the assumed process in the software doesn't quite match the process required by your business. That can be seductive, because it looks like your system almost works, but something that almost works doesn't work at all in practice. I'll give you a simple example. One software vendor tried to sell us on the fact they had integrated electronic document signing in their software. If we bought their software, we could use their document signing capability that was integrated in their workflow. We could save a bunch of money and eliminate the need for our DocuSign account. It all sounded great, but once we dug into the details, we found that their electronic signing was limited to certain fields in their predefined forms. Their predefined forms would not be compliant with the regulatory environment that we live in and that we have to adhere to, so therefore we would still have to design our own templates in DocuSign and use the more elaborate features of DocuSign. It was a large portion of their software we wouldn't be able to use at all. This is an example of something that almost works. It looked good on a feature sheet, but the actual business process that was assumed didn't work for us. We could not adapt our systems to their assumed process. That was, in essence, a showstopper for using that feature. The second barrier to adoption is the need to get all the stakeholders in the business process to use the system once you adopt it. In today's saturated world, we often encounter resistance in the organization to learning new systems. If the stakeholders are outside your organization and you require those outside parties like subcontractors to use your system, you might encounter another form of resistance to adoption. At that point, you face a choice between working hard to influence the subcontractor to use your system, or you might end up designating someone inside your own organization to act as their proxy so that at least your system gets used. And if the workflow is occasional, it may not be a big deal. But if the workflow is daily, then the overhead of having someone shadow a subcontractor can become significant. Implementing systems in your business requires buy-in from all the stakeholders. It requires an investment in training to lower hesitancy to adoption. The software as a service model is generally based on a subscription. The reason software vendors have moved to that is because they get regular recurring monthly income. The software company will generally have lots of quick and easy ways for you to import your data to get started using their software. But as soon as you stop paying the monthly subscription fee, all of your data disappears with it. Getting your data out of the software can often be a much more complicated process. They have no incentive to create an easy path for you to get out of their software. This is one of the due diligence questions we always ask when it comes to a piece of software that we suspect we may not be using for eternity. Perhaps we don't want the financial obligation to keep paying that software license fee for eternity. A review of most companies show that there are software subscriptions that are not being used, and yet the monthly fee is still being deducted like clockwork. The only time those accounts get canceled 
is if the credit card expires and the customer doesn't deliberately update the credit card information. The right software systems can save you a massive amount of manpower. You can pay a few hundred dollars a month for the software and save a few thousand a month in salaries. In addition, you can have quality systems underlying your business that will create a level of organization, sustainability, and scalability to take you into the future. But it starts with having a clear picture of what systems and processes your business needs to run effectively. I'll give you a simple example of what I'm talking about. You might be using QuickBooks as your accounting software. Now, in QuickBooks, you have a choice. You can use the software to document what's happened in your business. That's how most people use it. You can download your bank statements and reconcile the bank activity against invoices and checks that were written. Or you could make every financial entry in QuickBooks before any transaction takes place. See, the software doesn't care. The software can do either. But we would both agree that a system that drives the business financials is vastly different from one that runs behind the business trying to document what happened. It starts with being intentional about the design of your business systems and then selecting the software that meets your process. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.